Blues at Bridgetown, the 25th anniversary. Another stellar lineup. Russell Morris, we had a chat with Russ last week. Also, Adam Brand, Ash Grunwald, and a whole heap of other people, including this legend, Ian Moss. Hello, mate. How are you? Ian, how are you? Good, mate. Good, good, good. You've been pretty good. busy, as you always are, with your uh, your little three-piece band. When was the last gig you played? Uh, last three-piece gig was uh, just um, on at uh, Sandstone Point up near Bribey Island. Barnsey, uh, Diesel, uh, Super Jesus. Um, oh, wow. On the lawns of the, uh, the pub. Beautiful oh, that, day. That Great would day. have been fantastic. What a lineup. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, you know, weather was just perfect. Uh, breeze coming off the water. We are right... Uh, Right, right, right behind us here to whatever stretch of water is at Bribey Island. But, yeah. Uh, no, a great day. Yeah, great spot up there too. Hey, listen, just out of interest, when was the last time that you went to a gig because you wanted to go to a gig but you had nothing to do with that gig? When was that? <laughs> um, you mean go see, just go see someone else? So. Yeah, that's right. When was the last time you went to a gig? Look, it's been a while. No? I, I, I can't even remember. I've been so busy myself. It's, uh, no, I'm going to have to get back to you later with an answer with that <laughs> You're a bit like me. You see gigs and you think, oh, I really want to go to that, but you never get around to doing it. Yes, that's true. Well, most of the time, I'm sort of, you know, I'm probably playing somewhere myself. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're yeah. going to be playing on the Saturday at Blues of Bridgetown, and it's, the, as I said, the 25th anniversary. It runs November to 10 to 12 this time around. It's always the second weekend in November, and it's going to be another great lineup. Now, another thing I want to ask you, mate, is yeah. it's been a while since you released an album, and you've got one there ready to roll, hopefully, haven't you? I have, mate. It's all finished. It's in the can. Um, I'm just sort of finishing off a bit of artwork, uh, but uh, the thing's recorded, mixed and mastered, and ready to go. Um, title, folks, is just simply Ian Moss. Uh, I sort of threw, threw around all sorts of fancy names, but I thought uh, it's been that bloody long since I released a, an album. You know, it's a full-on electric album, by the way. It's not oh, OK, cool. Yeah, you've done a fair bit of acoustic in the last few albums, haven't you? Yeah, I have, and there's kind of, generally been uh, covers, but uh, no, this is a brand-new album, brand-new songs, uh, electric, um, full-on rock, rock blues, you know. Kind of thing. Oh, looking forward uh, uh, to hearing which that. I'm happy to say I've, I've had a hand in writing uh, absolutely every every song on the, a major hand in writing all the songs on the album. So, oh, excellent, excellent. So, yeah. so Ian Moss is the title of the album uh, out early next year. Okay, I'll be certainly getting a copy of that. No problem at all. I mean, Matchbook is still one of my favourite albums. I can't believe how long ago that's been out. Really, I mean, it's been a long time now, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been sure, it's been a little while, but uh, nineteen hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mate, we are looking forward to catching you in the Southwest Blues at Bridgetown, the twenty-fifth anniversary event, and uh, as usual, it's going to be one hell of a fantastic weekend, mate. Have a safe trip, and we'll see you yeah. when you get here. I'll be there. That's a three, my three-piece lineup: Jonathan yep. Zion on bass, Kerry Jacobson on, on drum. So yep, it's, exactly. Uh, it's an electric show. And that's going to be done on Saturday. Excellent stuff, mate. Look forward to seeing you. Thank you, Ian. And don't forget, we are giving away double tickets, weekend tickets to uh, Blues at Bridgetown and also an invitation to have lunch with us at the Bridgetown Hotel. And if you want to buy tickets and you don't get a chance to win them, just go to Bridgetown or just go to bluesatbridgetown.com.au. Your money with Nick Bruning from the West Australian. Oh, very good morning, mate. We're not talking about it this morning, but uh, the Paradise Papers, that's going to be an interesting little thing on Four Corners. Uh, yeah, morning, yeah, no, it will be um, hey. yeah, quite, quite fascinating. But um, might be all set for our topic this morning, mate, Granny Flats. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. Now, look, this is all the... I, look, I started looking into this stuff and I couldn't believe how good it can be. Um, these are the um, the structures that go out the back and uh, some yeah. changes to planning laws a few years ago means that anyone with a 450 square metre block or bigger can stick a granny flat out the back. 
Now, the normal thought is that's where you're going to put mum or dad as they get a bit older. And certainly there's a lot of people that don't like the thought of a retirement village. Um, being surrounded by old people is one old yeah, kind of right. put it to yeah. me. Um, want to stay with the kids. And, it, and it's kind of a win-win situation. Oh, mate, I know. I'm lighting my son up. <laughs> <laughs> Does he know? Not yet. <laughs> he does now. Uh, <laughs> um, and so the, the deal is that, if, you know, 6500 grand, you can stick mum or dad out the back. Uh, they can also hand over money to the kids. Now, this is where Junior might get interested, um, which goes beyond those gifting rules that Centrelink sometimes have in place. So you can actually hand over a wad of cash to the kids. They build a granny flat for you out the back, and away you go. Now, here's the twist. Eventually, mum or dad move out for whatever reason. <laughs> Hopefully, they go out vertically, but they could go out horizontally. <laughs> instead, of, instead of being on a gurney. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, so presuming that they have moved on, um, then it's a case of well, well, what do you do with the, the backyard? Place? Maybe they'll change the laws with regard to that as well. <laughs> well, yes, yes. <laughs> well, right, the thing is, you can rent these things out on Airbnb, and we had a couple that's doing exactly that, making three hundred and fifty bucks a week. Thank you very much. Hey, that's not bad, is it's it? It's all right. It's all right. Nice little top up to the pension. And I also thought that it would uh, probably bugger up the value of your property but again talking to some property experts out there yeah. um, apparently not so and in fact uh, the money that you put into the granny flat in many cases um, well at least you'll get your money back uh, but it won't necessarily degrade the value of your of your property because there are people that are looking for a place with a granny flat out the back yeah a bit like a pool <laughs> maybe less fun well, i don't know than whether pool, i don't but... know whether mum would like to live in the pool <laughs> <laughs> I know some that should, but anyway. <laughs> I'm thinking about moving in with my mum. That's all, all backwards. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> happened before too. Um, yeah, but she might be able to hand you over money. This, now, that's a twist for next week, I think. Yeah, there but, you um, go. Look, look they are a good thing. It's worth exploring. Um, and, you know, even beyond putting mum or dad out the back, there's people that are now actually putting out the granny flat just for a rental income. And uh, there's a, by doing it that way, you can get, sort of rent it out for your 250 a week and accelerate the payments off your mortgage. So there's some younger couples that are using the granny flat basically to get themselves uh, into a position where they can step up to a, a house that's bigger and better and probably without a granny flat. Yeah, I've already asked Kev, my little dog, whether he wanted to live in a granny flat with me and he said no way. <laughs> so that's out of the question for me, unfortunately. <laughs> Put it in a kettle. All right, all good. All right, anyway, mate. so that's granny flats. is all in the Your Money lift out in today's West Australia. All right, mate. Have a great week. We'll catch you, you again next week right here on the South <laughs> West Triple Start of the move. You can buy my ute. <laughs> <laughs> With your weekend sports roundup, it's out of bounds on the Southwest's Triple M. Sponsored by the One Nation Party Perth. Authorised by Colin Ticknell for the One Nation Party. Seven Harvest Terrace, West Perth. Spoken by Ben Wasley. What happened on the sport on the weekend, mate? No real answers to the questions, oh, Blake. Okay, it's about man. who's going to play at Let's number move. six. Move on and we'll play some music. Yeah, no, you don't care about cricket. Too bad we're starting with it. <laughs> no answers to the questions about the Aussies' uh, vacancies at six and seven in the first test team. A solid 60 to Glenn Maxwell, 100 to Darren Lehman's son, Jake. Though a dogged effort from WA's Cam Bancroft yesterday won't go unnoticed. He's currently 55 not out against Australia's likely test attack. Hazelwood looked really good too in that game, taking three wickets. WA Currently 5 for 120 chasing New South Wales. First innings total of 270. Tomorrow is Melbourne Cup Day and all eyes in the nation will be on Flemington. Very hard to tip a winner, Blackers, in a 23-horse race. 
We do like the look of Humidor, though. Trained by Darren Weir. It means he should stand up to the two-mile, even though that has been questioned. A lot of people like the heart that he showed when second to Winks in last week's Cox Plate. So, who shot the barman, of course, already scratched over the weekend. So, be mindful of that when it comes There's to your multiples. Wings. That's right. As we were talking about earlier, Black, as the new Perth-based Indo-Pacific Rugby Championship will go head-to-head against Super Rugby when it's launched in two years' time. Twiggy's the man, isn't he? Mm. He just gets things done. Look, look forward to finding out which six teams will contest that championship on November 14. Motorsport, Holden's Jamie Winkup claimed victory in Sunday's Supercars race in New Zealand. The Supercars Championship, now a narrow battle between Winkup and Ford Scott McLaughlin. Soccer, great to see Perth Glory back on the winners list. Adelaide United were pretty good until Andy Keogh headed one home in the 80th minute to see the Glory get up 1-0. And very quickly, speaking of the world game, all eyes on talismanic Aussie striker Tim Cahill. He is heading to Honduras after all oh, yeah. for the first leg of that crucial World Cup that playoff look, on that Saturday. That looks sore, that ankle that he went over. I think they're doing everything. Ooh. Massages at 6am yep. and all sorts of treatment. But Timmy is going over, so fingers crossed mm. he's our greatest ever goal scorer. Mm. We need him. I like those too. Mm. Anyway, thank you very much. And MotoGP uh, had a week off. Uh, yes. The final round is on Sunday in Valencia, and uh, Davizioso has to win. Marquez has to fall off. To I know you'll be watching it, mate. We'll check in with you next I month. I know. Thank you very much. <laughs>